You know what? You are the only person you are guaranteed to spend the rest of your life with. So, we want you to feel at home with yourself. To have an understanding of what being human truly means. And to be a witness to the things that are happening within you. We're here for the good. The bad. And the downright ugly. <laughs> so, come on this journey. And be messy with us. You are listening to The Real Meaning of Humanity with Alexis. That's my name. And you're Krista. Yeah, that's me. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> I love how we put our hands over our eyes when we say that. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. What's going on in the brains? Also, I don't know what we're talking about today. Okay. <laughs> because uh, we had some options, but one of my friends came up with something which I, which I do want to... Ev- like, can I talk? Yeah. <laughs> I'm Maybe. Trying, I'm trying to, like, like, what I'm saying, have you ever had that, like, what you're saying in your brain is not coming out in your language? Yeah, like, it's not, it's like, not catching up. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I know we have lots of ideas. Yeah. For, like, future episodes and all that stuff, and we could even say it, like, here and now, but that's a secret right now. It's a secret. But my friend brought up a good thing. Like, what if y'all just do, like, a natural flow of, like, a check-in with both of y'all? Okay. And I thought that was pretty cool. That is nice. So, you know, it's good to just go with the flow sometimes. Maybe the Holy Spirit wants to say something in this episode that we were just, we're just in the way. Yeah. So. But also, I mean, I feel like it's kind of good to be, like, to kind of see, like, what our friendship is like, like, Whenever we're just talking, I mean, mm-hmm. our all of our episodes are what are out. I just had my head on the wall. <laughs> all of our episodes are us just talking. It's just usually it's we know what we're talking about. Yeah. Instead of like, okay, well, what's just like a natural day like when we're just sitting here and we get together. Yeah, and we can make it natural. Like I can edit if it's exactly. Yeah. You can make it look all nice. Make and it pretty. all. Yeah. Organized, masterpiece. I guess. Masterpiece. Oh, masterpiece of messiness. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, how are you? How was your day? <laughs> so, I mean, my day was okay. All I did was go to PD, like oh, professional no. development. Oh, okay. And it was okay. Oh, yeah. It w- mm-hmm. Wait, is today Monday or Tuesday? It's Tuesday. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Because, so yesterday we had off. Yeah. And then today it was just professional development which was fine but I started my period so I feel like uh, you know uh, like yeah. just everything is just like rushing out of me <laughs> yeah it's all flowing out <laughs> so I feel like on those days I have like zero energy I'm just like mm-hmm. like I went to the gym and I was just like half-assing everything uh, it's fine it's fine it's okay at least you still went you still took those small steps and you still did it still showed up and that's all that matters there's no bad workout that's what I've learned is that there's not like a bad workout like as long as I showed up is like the biggest thing Mm -hmm. that I at least committed to myself in that way yeah so I'll take that as a dub you know how was your day though (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why but I've literally been having pains all day like, my heart has been hurting all day. I've been having pains in my side all day. You what? know something crazy? What? Is today, after, like, after I got back, so we, I was at a different campus, and when I got back to my school, I had this sharp pain, like, right here in the middle of my chest for at least 10 minutes. Oh, my God, really? Yeah. <laughs> it's weird that you say that, because I, I kid Wait, you what was not. this, after school? No, no, no. Oh. It was in the middle of the day. At like okay. twelve thirty, twelve forty five. Okay. But I literally had to sit there and not like I had to stop because I was trying to grade papers. I had to stop what I was doing and I literally just had to like close my eyes and just take deep breaths. And I still don't know why I had that pain. So were you thinking of anything before that or like any subconscious thoughts? Or, <sighs> do you know? I have no clue. <laughs> I mean I just ate Chick fil A, so that could have been it. But <laughs> I had Chick fil A too today. <laughs> I had a salad. I didn't. <laughs> I, I didn't. All I, ha- I had, were, I had the chicken strips, but that's all. I only had chicken strips. I didn't have fries, nothing, no sweet tea, nothing. But I don't know. But it was just like, I don't know. 
like a pain in my chest the other day to just sit there and just like <sighs> take deep breaths. Yes, I I kid you not. Me taking deep breaths has always helped though. I mean, it takes like fifteen or twenty of them, but yeah, and I'll do that, but. Like, this would not freaking go away. Mm. And I kept trying to think of, like, okay, am I okay? <laughs> like, <laughs> Alexis, I'm like, Lil Lex, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? Knock, knock. Yeah, like, is everything okay? Are we okay? Like, I would conversations with myself, and I'm like, but I was fine. And then I'm like, okay, what what conversation or what what was I thinking of before? Or what am I thinking of now when that sharp pain comes up? Like, what's my first thought? Mm-hmm. And then I was just kind of like, well, was everybody else around me okay? So I started talking to my <laughs> my fellow colleagues that I work with, and I'm like, hey, are you okay? What's wrong? Am I feeling you? Stop it. <laughs> I don't want to feel, you know. I'm feeling somebody's pain up in here. Yeah, and then they're fine unless they're freaking lying to me. Mm-hmm. But no, and then, uh, yeah. And I haven't had pains like that in a while. Mm-hmm. Like, not like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it, it hurt. <laughs> You're like, I feel like there's nothing more frustrating than having, like, these body aches and then not being able to understand where they're coming from. Yeah, because I I would think about like okay, what's going on in my life? If and like, is this a panic attack? Is this anxiety? And then I'm kind of like, okay, yes, I have a dis a decision to make, but I'm trying not to make it feel like high stakes. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. <sighs> I don't want to say it like that. I don't want to get too much. But um, about, uh, oh, no, I'm trying to find the words. Um, You're so cryptic. About uh, the, oh, I was about to say something, but people would read that really wrong. Um, <laughs> they would they would take something out of it. Um, about, you know, the, the decision. That helped me none. <laughs> about um going back <laughs> gotcha okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'm with you sister i'm right here i gotcha okay, okay. okay. i might edit that out yeah that part but um <laughs> and it's not high stakes it's not because ultimately i know in that situation it's not my decision but also to in in order to taking the steps towards that it would open up a lot of things possibly but then but that's the thing like I've been talking to God about it and every like Sunday or like throughout the week like I always feel encouraged in a weird way Mm -hmm. when that is brought up to my mind yeah that situation yes and I'm it's almost like, like God saying to me, like, well, Alexis, like, I, I've given you the power, like, in this moment, in the season, you have learned everything that you were meant to learn, and I want to, you know, put that into fruition, and he is, he has, totally, like, through this platform, and through our, our the relationships I have in my life, and through work, and then also, like, I can confidently walk into that situation and not feel either rejected or belittled or back into that place or back into that feeling because that's not who I am and I have so much authority and victory over it already. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And so, but it's hard picturing that and actually doing that, you yeah. know, actually doing it when it was very hard in that moment or hard around that time so like whenever you used to be in that situation yeah gotcha and we'll and be confronted yeah yeah with that situation Mm -hmm. (laughs) we're so cryptic (laughs) that situation (laughs) 
<laughs> well, because I don't want to like blatantly say what it is because I haven't decided yet. Yeah. Also, too. Ba- I mean, so basically, if like this whole thing is like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's like you were, um, let's say at point A, okay, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you no longer are at point A, but mm-hmm. then you have had some feelings about wanting to go to point A again. Right. Yeah. Knowing that I wouldn't be in the same place that like mentally and emotionally and spiritually, I would not be in the same place Yeah. that I was in. Like yeah. I would be coming back as a new person, same foundations, but completely new person. Definitely new boundaries. New boundaries. But also I, f- I even feel like uh, what's, I don't want to say, I'm not like not new heart, but I just mean like new, like, um, perspective. Like, new perspective, but also, like, a new, like, the reason why you want to be there. Oh, yeah. It's it's a new... It, like, it's new, but the same. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. way more important now. Not that it wasn't before, but... Yeah. It's just, it's very, it's just important. I would, I'm just going to say that. Yeah. So, to go back to, like... So do you think that those, like, pains and feelings or whatever, is that what you're saying? You think it might have something to do with that and just, like, those decisions that you're making in your life right now? I think it's going to open some doors that I have been wanting to keep closed. Right. And honestly, it's going to give a lot of open space for me possibly to be triggered a lot, to be tested, Mm -hmm. which that's a given. I think that's with anything you decide. Um, and I'm kind of like, well, am I willing to do that? Like, do, do I believe in myself enough to know that I'm going to be okay no matter what? Yeah. Or do I not believe in myself to even like take this chance? You know, it's almost like I'm not even making a decision just based off of my belief in myself or even in God. Yeah. And so... I think that's what stops me from making just a decision. Just making a freaking decision is because of, do I believe in myself? So Do I believe that I can do this? And there's probably a, you know, there's a, a voice inside me that says, no, I don't. Yeah. So when are you, I mean, but what do you mean by like that I can do this, that you can go back to that situation and like survive? <laughs> yeah, shit, yeah. Um, yeah, survive. <laughs> and then, Mentally, emotionally. <laughs> everything. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. Basically. I mean, wh- when you get down to the root of it, that's basically what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I feel like, I feel like that's not the right question. I know. You like, know what, what I mean? What is like, it really... Yeah, like, I feel like you not surviving is not really the right question. Mm-hmm. Because you and I both know. Or I'm, am I being scared of being rejected? Like, okay. would that cause... Yeah. Am I wanting to believe in myself by people's approval of my decisions? Or believe in myself no matter what, no matter the conditions, you know? Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's just so cryptic because we can't... Like, that's the hard part about, like, checking in is it's like... I know. Not not like how honest do you want to be, but just like there's... No, I just don't want to give too much away because I haven't made the decision yet. Exactly, exactly. And you don't want anything to be like... Misconstrued either. Yeah. And calm down. I'm not talking about a person. No, Going no. back to a person. Like, calm down. <laughs> this is not about a relationship. If, if you were on the edge of your seat that whole time, <laughs> yeah. don't you worry. That's not it. <laughs> yes, sit back down. <laughs> sit back down. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious! I, I was know. gonna say something, but I totally forgot now. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it was something about like that question, and then you okay? Because I was gonna, I was gonna say something to you, um, like about me believing in myself. Yeah, that like based on what people will rejection. Ab- yeah. Huh? <laughs> you know me before I like say something. I'm always like. <laughs> I mean, just because I feel like, I don't know, I feel like you kind of struggled with that, like, a lot. What? Me? Never. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, honestly, I guess who doesn't struggle with, like, rejection? Because, I mean, I feel like, but, ooh, 
feel like is that like sort of like a codependency thing though maybe you see what i'm saying because in rejection you are in the attempts of not being rejected you become something that you aren't so you're codependent on what people might think of you Mm -hmm. so you become something that you really aren't and you hide Mm -hmm. so that they won't reject you but in the end they're but in the end since you're rejecting yourself they will reject you like you're attracting people that will reject you but either that, I mean, either way, you're re- you're getting rejected either by other people or by yourself. Exactly. And then also, <laughs> you know, actually that brings up something because I know on the last episode I talked about my trigger mm-hmm. that I had last week about me with relationships and all that and the relationship series that my church is doing right now. And I realized like in that trigger, I realized a lot of more stuff about what needs to be healed. And I realized like as a little girl in saying when that little girl came up and said, is anyone ever going to truly love me? Is anyone ever going to truly choose me? Because in that moment, my belief was, okay, nobody's going to truly love me. Nobody's going to truly choose me because nobody's doing it right now. So I, I partnered with that vow of like, wow, nobody's going to choose me. And in, and in that I ended up since I partnered with that, I ended up not choosing myself, so I rejected myself. So as I've grown up, I've literally attracted people who will reject me and have and that have commitment issues or don't know who they are and are not self-aware because I made a vow when I was little to reject myself and in that I didn't know who I was. I didn't love myself. And I feel like also like, I think I have commitment issues. Like, if I think about it, I've only ever had two relationships and they've been in my adult adult life, in my 20s. And when I think about, like, dating when I was in high school and junior high, I barely dated. It was just more like talking, like, let me entertain this. Because I like the fact that you're choosing me even though I really don't want to choose you. But I really like the attention that you're giving me. Yeah. And so I ended up wasting my time with people that, like, I would get so upset, not because I really like them or that I really wanted to choose them, but because I just wanted them to choose me. And then in my first relationship, like, he really wanted to marry me and all this stuff. Like, we were on the borderline of getting in yeah which is so weird (laughs) which is crazy um and he was a good guy I mean he was a good guy I just know he would we wouldn't be compatible and all that stuff anyways but was there a commitment issue there that would stop me yes like I feel like I did have commitment commitment issues in that Mm -hmm. but in like what ways like the thought of him like in the beginning, like, you're really excited about somebody, right? Like, oh, my gosh, he's so this, he's so great, he does this, he does that. Oh, we do this, we're so fun and goofy and, you know, we laugh and all that stuff. You know, like, the fantasy, the greatness of each other, you know, the best of each other, you're seeing all that. And then as the relationship goes on, the reality sets in, like, and I, I've always been that person who loves serious conversations. Like, that's never been a problem. I actually really love asking questions and, um, you know, having that emotional intimacy. I'm, like, I like that. But when reality set in with that relationship, um, the thought of him getting down on one knee scared the living shit out of me. Yeah. And there's other reasons because of that, too. But... Even now, like, I'm talking about even now, like, the idea of marriage sounds really, really nice. Like, having someone that will always choose you to live life with them, um, you know, to partner with in every decision. And, you know, when you're crying, at least you'll have somebody there to hold you. But then also, the reality of marriage is like... (laughs) Oh, I have to make decisions with somebody else for the rest of my life. Like, I have to work at life with them every single day. Like, it's not going to be just me. And I am a very independent woman, you know. Um, and so, 
committing to somebody when I haven't haven't really committed to myself is honestly I feel like not right for me and it would be scary for me to commit to somebody when I've barely committed to myself and now I am like now I am committing to myself because this is the first time I have felt like ever in my life that I am so content with being single yeah and like Jesus is actually enough for me and I've said this I think on the last episode but you know so yeah I think I'm totally just scared of commitment yeah (laughs) especially now especially now yeah especially now but also I don't know like what you said I I don't know I feel like there's a difference between like and cor- I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, like, there's a difference between, like, being okay being single, but, and then being committed to yourself. Because mm-hmm. to me, in my head, when I think about, like, being committed to myself, it's like, okay, I mean, on a personal level, like, what are the things that you want, and what are you going to do every day to get you to where you want to be? Like, in that way, I'm committing to myself, okay, I'm going to do these things because I know that it's best for future Krista. Like, to me, that's a, that's commitment. Right. Like, I'm not wasting my singleness. Yes. Like, I'm actually, like, doing stuff for me that mm-hmm. benefits me mm-hmm. and my future, like, my future Alexis. Exactly. You know, like, the Alexis six months from now or a year from now. Like, where do I want this platform to go? Like, we've discussed that. Or, yeah. like, where do I want my job career to go within a year? Like, where do I want to be within a year from now? Yeah. And. And, and that's just with anything, like in my relationships, in my friendships, in, you know, work, my hobbies, you know, such as this. Yeah. And, like, in, in my heart for people, like, wh- what do I want that to look like? And so when I think about that, it's kind of like that's what my focus is mm-hmm. because I've never had I've, – I've never truly had this space – to feel safe enough in choosing me. Yeah. Well, because I also feel like it, when we, I feel like people don't understand this part either. I, I will tell you what, there was this one movie, like How to Be Single. Oh, that yeah. movie really changed my idea of what singleness was because you and I both know that over the course of our whole, you know, ever since it was appropriate for us to date, like, we were never actually like genuinely single. Like there was always somebody we're talking to or, you so know, entertaining. We texting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it was never like, because I feel like people right now think single is, oh, like I'm talking to multiple people because I'm single. Like I'm not committed to somebody, but no, like the singleness that we're talking about is no, I'm not chasing out after anybody but myself. Mm-hmm. Like I am taking all that energy that I would even put into somebody that I was just entertaining by texting them into myself. Mm -hmm. And to me, like, that is true singleness because you are, I mean, I personally think you should date yourself for the rest of your life, but you're truly only dating yourself Mm -hmm. whenever you're in this, like, that's where you're at Mm -hmm. personally is it's not, oh, like, yeah, I'm going to text all these guys because I'm single. No, fuck that. I don't, I don't have the mental capacity for that, nor do I need to put the mental capacity into that when I can't even, like, I don't have that for myself yet, but like, I know that you do, but I'm just saying in the sense of everybody, like so many people, it's, I don't know, it's because they're always chasing somebody else to make them whole or somebody else to make them feel good. Because they want to feel seen and chosen. And I totally, totally get that. I think that's so valid. It's just like, how can somebody ever see you or choose you when you haven't seen you or chosen you yet you know and so I mean we attract what we are we attract what we think of ourselves and I've learned that this past year and then like oh my god and I was just watching love is blind Mm -hmm. like I was literally just (laughs) watching the first episode and this guy one of the one of the guys um he's like talking about he's in the pod he's talking to this person the girl and she's like, well, what are you looking for? He was like, I need someone to be secure in who they are. And like, um, do I you know, know the guy? About, yes. Yep. <laughs> okay. I need someone to be secure in who they are and have self-awareness. 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 But listen, this is funny because when he's saying this, the next episode completely. Uh, anyways, he's like, he, they need to have self-awareness. Self-awareness is attractive to me. Like, that's the number one. And I'm like, I agree with this dude. Like, yes, like, that's what I would want. Mm-hmm. And then the next episode, you can tell that this guy is not self-aware at all 
he does not choose himself. Like, mm-hmm. he is overcompensating for something. Yeah. And he's choosing between this one girl who's actually really self-aware. And I, I'm, I've just watched two episodes, so I don't really know what happens. Uh, you've caught up. But yeah. anyways, he's choosing between... Do you know who I'm talking about? I think... Like, yes and then no. Because the guy that I immediately thought of... The blonde. <clears throat> the blonde. Guy? Yeah, he's blonde. Okay. He, okay. Okay. Do you yeah. know who I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. And okay. that, he has that laugh. Uh-huh. Okay. Yes. And so he's choosing between this one girl who actually seems very self-aware. She's learning to love herself. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, everyone has insecurities, but she is there. Um, and then she's, he's choos- choosing between this other girl who... I mean, I think she's been through a lot, too. I think she's love loves herself and stuff, but it seems like they're attracting more of each other just because of, like, he's attracting her because that's where he's at, but this other girl's where he wants to be, wants but to be. he's Ooh. not there yet. Yeah. That's so good. It, he can't find attraction with her to the fullest potential because he's not where he wants to be with that person mm-hmm. that he is dreaming of. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like where the level that she's at, he's not there himself yet. But even he's, though... he's literally putting that as a expectation for his wife. Yeah. But he's not there yet. Yeah. So it's just like, <laughs> I'm like, well, you're talking about this person that you want, but you're not even that person yourself. And what I've learned is, wow, this episode's interesting. Um, it's all over the place. Yeah, fun. I didn't think we would talk about this, but... What I've learned this past year is, like, us as feminine, ooh, Tisa, mm. <laughs> um, as a feminine, as us, you know, accepting and um, full-heartedly owning our femininity as a woman mm-hmm. and what a woman does and who a woman is and what we're created to be in our femininity. Yeah. And then masculinity of what a man is wholeheartedly created to be and how he owns his masculinity. And, like, that goes hand in hand. Like, they're mirrors, so they're opposite. So, like, for example, women are nurturing. They're loving. They're inviting. Mm -hmm. You know, those are a couple examples. And then men are, like, they're supposed to be the safe bubble, the provider, the, um, the, the stronghold, the foundation, you know, if we're thinking about a house. Yeah. And then the woman is the heart of the house. The man is the foundation. The woman is the heart. You yeah. Know? And it goes hand in hand. They complement each other, but they both have their strengths and weaknesses. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's like a mirror. So you're you're trying to find, as a woman, you're trying to find your masculine self. Does that make sense? Yeah. And and the mas- the man is trying to find his woman self. Mm-hmm. So it's, it, when I'm watching Love is Blind, I'm like... Y'all are wanting this marriage in this... That sounded really country. Marriage. My my country accent just came out. Y'all are wanting to have this ideal person, but you're not even that person yourself, but Mm -hmm. you're expecting so much from another person. Yeah. And that's the thing is, is half... I mean, I feel like most people that are living on this earth right now, they're not not self-aware. Like, they don't truly understand where they are at you know what I mean but I feel like a lot of it is because people are never like truly alone with themselves Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like they they're not they're either surrounded by friends surrounded by activities surrounded Mm -hmm. by um females males like whatever they're always surrounded like I, I mean whenever we think about how we got to where we are now it started by being completely alone Yeah. And it's funny that you say that because like, and when Krista says like, people can't truly be alone with themselves. When we say that, we're talking about like, let's say, like you cannot be alone with yourself in the silence. So when I say that, it's like, which I noticed myself doing this the other day, which I was kind of like, Ooh, what am I trying to avoid? Mm -hmm. Like I was driving in the car and since I got a new phone, like, (sighs) The Bluetooth isn't working right now, so I have to figure that out. But I I literally have to plug in my phone to, like, listen to music. Mm -hmm. And I realized, like, as I started driving, like, it was silent and I didn't my music wasn't coming on. And I felt super scared. Like, why did I feel scared 
of mm. being in the silence with myself while driving. I love driving. Sometimes I like doing that. And I'm like, ooh. Am I avoiding something here? (laughs) What are you trying to avoid? Like, what's so scary? Like, what feeling is about to come up that scares you? Yeah. Or what thought do you think is going to come up if you don't get something on the... Exactly. Because then that means, like, there's a thought that you gave your power to. Mm -hmm. Well, let's have this... Let's take this opportunity to take our power back or speak to that or speak to that lie or speak to that belief or, you know, speak against it. Like, go to war, you know? Yeah. So it's kind of like, I was like, oh. And so I just started asking myself questions. But that's what we mean when we say people can't truly, maybe that's what we say. Like, people don't know how to truly be in silence with themselves. Like, And so, like, or when you go home at night and, like, you're in your room and there's literally nothing to do for the first time in a while. What do you do? Do you turn on the TV? Do you check your phone and on Instagram for an hour or on TikTok for two hours? Like Exactly. Like a lot of people's idea of like, oh, well, I'm alone all the time. And you're like, okay, but what are you do- doing in that aloneness? Like, are you still distracted in your aloneness? Because if you're distracted, if you're watching TV, scrolling on your phone, whatever, you're not actually being alone with yourself. Like you are partnered with just entertainment you know what I mean but like what happens and that's the thing that's why it's so hard and that's why I don't think people are like get self-aware is because nobody is truly ever just sitting in silence with Mm -hmm. themselves Mm -hmm. and like in what happens in that silence when you're with yourself like what's so like I mean a lot of it is like people like I can't handle my thoughts like I don't want to think like I don't want you know a lot of people do that I remember like in my um when was it I mean, right before, right before my depression, like, I I always, like, I was like, I need to have something that is going on so that, like, I'm not alone with my thoughts because they were so bad. But I was just, I was denying them, like, unconsciously, I was just denying them instead of actually, like, getting it healed straight on, like, understanding them straight on. Like, I was just coping with it a different way by just denying them. And that's what brings us back to what we were saying earlier, because in that you're avoiding yourself, like you are rejecting yourself in that moment that wants to have conversation with you, Mm -hmm. that wants to have connection with yourself and connection to God. And you're rejecting that. Yeah. And in that you're not committing to yourself. You're not choosing yourself in that moment. And what I've realized, you know, this past year is like, this is the first time where I've been consistently committing to myself Mm -hmm. and it's it's honestly grown a lot of strength in who I am and a lot of security in who I am now now I'm like there's still a lot to go on you know there's still so much that comes up that I realize like oh yeah that's definitely a wound like let's heal that like you know but I'm so proud, like, even though, like, where I'm at, there's still healing, there's still tears, but there's also a lot of joy and happiness and a lot of laughter, but in that, this is the, I'm so proud of myself that I'm consistently choosing me, I'm consistently being committed to me, and, like, and with a stable routine that I have, and a stable, like, (laughs) work environment and friendships and relationships, like, it's very stable, And it's something that this little girl in me has desired for a long time is stability Mm -hmm. and consistency. And when I started giving that to myself a year ago, guess where I am a a year now? It's I've created a life of stability, of consistency. Mm -hmm. And like, yes, change will always come. Like that's a given. But within my friendships and my work for right now, there's a season of consistency. And I remember praying for that a year ago. Exactly. And you're like, and this is where I'm now. But that's the thing, though, is like you have the awareness that you can create that change. Like, like you just said, like things can happen, but you have that power and that control to be able to change and create that narrative in order to help best fit you. You know what I mean? Like you can adapt in that way. And I think that like, that's one of the most beautiful things to me is the fact that we can literally, like, I feel like all of our lives we go through 
you know, talking about, oh, well, this was done to me and this happened to me and all this stuff. But it's like, but I can take what has happened to me and I can control the way I perceive things or the way I look at things. And I can completely change that narrative. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? I want to, sh- this is so funny. I, um, I don't know why. When you were just talking about this, <laughs> I was listening to a podcast earlier and it said, um, like we think of like our lives we think of it as human beings. Like right now we're feeling like, oh, we're human beings and we're getting in touch with our souls. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's so backwards because really we're soul. We should have been souls and then we are living a human experience. But I feel like growing up, like we were never, I don't know, like even in the church, like I was, n- I don't feel like I was ever taught to like, to like be with my soul. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Yes. To like, be with yourself, to be with your spirit. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because I always felt like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a human, and I'm like experiencing my soul instead of like, no, I'm a soul, and I'm experiencing the human life. You know what I mean? But like when I listened to that on the podcast, I was like, well, my brain just like got fucked because like, yeah. just you know, like that just made me feel like, what the hell? Like I feel like we're doing it all backwards. <laughs> Yeah, because we're programmed to do differently, and the world teaches us one thing when we are at war within ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's your favorite quote is like... Nipsey. Yes, yes. <laughs> what was it? You say it best. Okay. Um, the quote is, um, would you rather be at war with the world and at peace with yourself, or at peace with the world and at war with yourself? So... Did I say that right? Yes. Okay. I was making sure. So basically it's like, okay, I can paint myself all shiny and pretty and outside into the world. Like I'm so peaceful. So I can be accepted Uh and, you know, chosen and seen. But in that, like I've completely, you know, neglected my sense of self because I'm just doing whatever codependency. I'm doing whatever I think would get other people to like me, all this stuff. And so, yes. And this, this I can relate to for the first 23 years of my life is I was at peace with the world, looked pretty on the outside, everything great, got, got it together. But on the inside, there was a storm, a Bruin, like there was a huge war going on Mm -hmm. and nobody ever knew about it because again, I was not at war with the world. Mm -hmm. I was at war with myself. Yeah. Because we have to agree with what other people think. We can't Mm -hmm. come up with our own beliefs. We can't come up with our own, you know, opinions. And, you know, I have to be this and look like this and dress like this and do this exactly in this way. Mm -hmm. You know, we're trained at such a young age and programmed Mm -hmm. to reject ourselves because the world tells us to reject ourselves like no if you're in this um if you're in this business or if you're in this church or if you're in this friend group or if you're in this school you have to believe this you have to act like this you have to dress like this um what is the literal definition of that a cult you know and like (laughs) borderline cult you know and so it's just kind of like we're trained but like to reject ourselves and I would so much rather use my voice and choose myself in my voice rather than go along with the status quo or what everybody else is doing exactly and well and I hear I feel like that's what we're here now doing is we're like okay we're at peace with ourselves for the most part I'm not going to say it's always peaceful because it's not Mm -hmm. like And we don't always notice our triggers and we don't always, you know, do this. Mm -hmm. Like my defense mechanism, my defense mechanisms definitely sometimes unconsciously take control. Like they do. Um, And we're still learning. Like we can own the fact that we are still on this journey and still learning. Oh, absolutely. We're not gurus. Exactly. But the difference is from where we were at is like we are at least at peace with where we're at. Mm -hmm. Like we are we have this sense of self and this understanding, like we are self-aware, like we have all of those things and other people outside might not agree with it. Other people might not like the fact that we're Christians and we cuss. Other Mm -hmm. people might not like the fact that we don't believe the certain cookie cutter, cutter, cookie cutter, Christian. Do you understand? Yes. Cookie cutter Christian beliefs. Yes. Yes. Okay. And, and that's fine with us because we're like, well, guess what? It's peaceful in here. And where I'm at is I feel 
safe where I'm at now. But that's the thing I want to add to that. It's because, like, I'm not believing in God because somebody told me to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm not believing in God, who God is because somebody told me to. I'm believing in who God is. I actually know who God is because I've experienced him for myself in ways that I, that was never taught on a platform, to be honest. Yeah. Like, I've experienced him in such an unconditional, loving, kind, merciful, compassionate. Like, there's not enough words for me to describe who God is. And there's nothing or nobody who can tell me and try to change my mind about it. Yeah. Or change my mind about my experience. And that's the thing. Like, if I listened to other people and what they said about me, I would not have... We would not have this platform right now. Oh, yeah. And if I waited on somebody to see me and and see what I can do, it would have taken forever. Like, this is the first time in my life where I didn't need somebody to see my talents or to see my gifts. I chose and I finally believed in myself. And I'm like, we're going to make a damn podcast. Mm -hmm. Because I believed in the fact that I had a lot to say. Yeah. And that we had a lot to say. Because God finally gave me the authority. It, the authority was already there. The God, God's belief in me was already there. I just had to believe in it for myself. Exactly. Like, I didn't need anybody to see me for me to finally do this, you know? Yeah. But I feel like, I mean, like, I feel like we, everybody, <laughs> I love the word codependency. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like everybody, every single person, whether you realize it or not, you have a codependency issue because we all, and we're taught. It's a human tendency. It's a human tendency, but also because we're taught to do things for others' approval. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like we get praised for the things that we do. Like we get noticed for the things that we do, not just for like us as a being. You know what I mean? Or said in the quote-unquote correct way yeah. or the prettiest way exactly but that's yeah oh i can go on that forever <laughs> yeah and and that's and i guess that can bring us back all the way from the beginning it's like dang and at the beginning of this episode i was like i don't believe in myself mm-hmm. there's a little part of me that doesn't believe in myself in the decision that i'm about to make but now i'm kind of like alexis yeah you got it sis you can walk up in there with everything that you are and the, you know, and just the woman that you are and have become with full confidence that no matter the outcome, there you go, no matter the outcome, you're still who you are and nobody can take that away from you. Yeah. And my heart behind that decision and my heart behind what I want and hope for this is like, no, I know it's good intentions. Yeah. But also here's the thing though, is like, I think the biggest thing that has helped me is understanding that there's, I can only control myself. Mm -hmm. Like I can only control the things that I do and say, I cannot control any situation that's outside of myself. And so for you in this situation, it's like, I can't control what's going to happen. I can't control whether it's a yes or no. I can't control what happens if it is a yes. I can't control any of that, any of that. The only thing that I can control is me. I can control how... I am when I'm there. I can control, you know what I mean? I'm trying not to say too much, but like, I'm just saying you can control yourself, how you react, the things that you do. And so here's the thing is, even if, um, you do decide to do this thing and you get a response, that's not the response that you wanted. That doesn't make you or your ideas any lesser. Exactly. Yeah. It just means, okay, I'm going to have to, cause I have this heavy on my heart I'm gonna have to figure out a different way to do it then exactly because I have a strong feeling about this and one thing no one no is not going to stop me exactly and I mean if you think about all the greats in life like how many times of no's for the thing that they were meant to do that's what I'm saying and that's probably because they were like you know what my my worthiness of the of whatever I want to do does not lie in your hands it lies in my hands you know what I mean? And I'm not going to give up until I get to where I want to be. And also, like, no matter what, if they, if the answer is no or whatever, they still cannot take anything away from me. Exactly. Like, they don't have the power to do that. 
Yeah, because it's not dependent on them. Like, it is in your hands completely. Who I am and what I can do, and I'm a very powerful woman with Mm -hmm. a very powerful voice. Like, I know that. Yeah. (laughs) They can't take it away. (laughs) Exactly. But what a great place to be in, too. Yeah. Like, to actually finally be... In that place. In that space Mm -hmm. and... And actually feel, like, genuinely feel that way about yourself. Exactly. And it brings me back. Now I'm remembering, and I think this is totally God. I'm remembering this podcast about, like, and I wasn't really listening to it in the moment. It's one of my favorite podcasts. But it was about making decisions. Mm-hmm. And I remember the guy on the podcast, he was like, he was like, I was just coming, you know, like, I didn't know which decision to make. It was, like, felt very high stakes. Like, I was just like, oh, my God, if this happens, like, then this will happen. And then, oh, if I choose this, then this will happen. Like, this, like, all thinking about all the scenarios of what each decision would do. Yeah. And his mentor was like, I'm not going to say his name. But his mentor said, like, listen, just make a fucking decision. <laughs> <laughs> just choose. Yeah, like, just choose. Like, it's not going to deteriorate your future. Yeah. Like, if you do, let's say you do make the quote-unquote wrong decision, God's going to redeem it anyway. God's yeah. going to shift it anyway. Like, it, no matter what decision you make, it's literally going to be okay. And that's the thing, though, is, like, you're silly to, I don't know, not silly. I won't say silly. Okay. Cause I don't want to be like disrespectful, but like, I feel like to me personally, in my experience, like it's silly to sit there and think about the what ifs of everything because I, I don't know what the future is going to hold. I don't know what could happen. And there's what ifs on both sides. I'm literally only draining myself mentally. Like, yeah. I am not doing myself any favors because I don't know what's going to happen. I can say what ifs for literally anything. Mm-hmm. What if I stand up right now and break my foot because I tripped over this damn podcast stuff? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you can say what is for anything. So it's just at that point, it's like, okay, I obviously have a strong pull or maybe you don't. I don't know. Towards a certain way. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I'm going to go with that. Because guess what? If it doesn't happen the way it it was, there's going to be a different path. God's going to redirect me. And Mm -hmm. And it's also just like, it's. And coming from two people who future trip all the freaking time, like, I don't think I've ever noticed until this past year that I future trip to the max, to where it, like, mentally and physically and emotionally drains the living life out of me. And at the end of it, I just noticed, like, this is not serving me. Like, no matter what, I can come up with all the cons against this situation. Like, if you can think of a con for a decision, you will. Yeah. Like, if you want to come up with one, you're going to come up with a one. Yeah. And, but at the end of the day, you got to go with your gut. And if you don't trust your gut, if you don't trust yourself, then you need to start choosing yourself and believe that, hey, what I say, what I feel, it's valid and it matters. Mm-hmm. You know, I trust myself. And you're not going to believe it the first few uh, 20 times that you say it. But, like, you have to, like, commit to yourself every day. Like, hey, I trust you. I trust me. We do hear God. God speaks. Like, I had to say to myself every day for a year. It was, Alexis, I trust you. I hear God. And God speaks to us. I trust you. I hear God. God speaks to us. Like, I had to say that every day. Mm -hmm. And I didn't believe it for the first honestly 30 days (laughs) but like the more I did it the more I like started trusting you know the intuition that I had and you know I I regained trust within myself and in and in regaining trust within myself I regained trust with God so yeah and so if you if you're in if you're at a crossroads trying to make a decision of one way or the other like I am I want to encourage you and tell you that you can believe in yourself no matter what decision you make and give you the advice that was given to somebody else but helped me. (laughs) (laughs) And I want to tell you, just make a fucking decision. Yeah. It's not going to hurt you. Mm -hmm. It's not going to deteriorate who you are or deteriorate your future because if you trust yourself enough, if you trust God enough, you're going to be okay. And it's not high stakes and you don't have to give your power to that whole decision one way or the other. And then also maybe this is an invitation for you to, you know, commit to yourself. Mm -hmm. Like actually strive for 
consistency in choosing yourself every day and committing to yourself. And then you'll look back, you know, a year from now, you'll look back and you'll thank yourself. You know, the future you, the year from now, you will thank you. Yeah. I will also say, like, I kind of feel like those two things kind of go together. Like, mm-hmm. like that, the fact of like committing to yourself and, and being able to understand yourself and all that stuff. Because like, for me personally, like, because I am where I'm at with myself, I, I don't feel like I struggle that much making decisions because I, I trust my gut for most of the time. Like, I trust that energy that I have pulled one way or another. You know what I mean? Because I am... I'm actually, like, kind of understanding of, like, my body and who I am and what, I don't know, from past events, I guess, like, Mm -hmm. the feeling that I would get whenever, like, I'm supposed to make this decision. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, So I feel like those two go hand in hand because then it's, you know, the more you commit to yourself and have a self-awareness and all that stuff, like, the easier it kind of is. To make a decision for yourself. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I guess, I I don't know if I'll necessarily say easier, but, like, even just, like, in this conversation with Alexis and I, I was, like, at the beginning, it was, like, well, I don't know, but then she's, like, oh, yeah, hold on, I just had to have that reminder of, like, no, I can trust myself, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, I can do this. I can do this, yeah, and no matter what, like, I'm powerful in the end. Mm Mm-hmm. Because nobody else can take that. Dang, this is more like therapy for me. Thanks. Thanks, Happy Tuesday night. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you for coming to our TED Talk and for witnessing and (laughs) my breakthrough. (laughs) My breakthrough. You know, so if if you're, for whatever reason, if you're coming to a decision, just fucking make one. (laughs) Just make the damn decision. Just make the damn decision. You've got it. You've got it, honey. You've got it, honey. It's not her stakes. I believe in you. I believe in you. You're powerful. You're powerful, sister. You got your brother. brother. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Uh, We love you, human beings. We love you. You messy human beings. All the beautiful and the ugly. And the bad. Okay, we gotta get off of here. Okay. All right, love y'all. Bye. Bye.